From 1929 to 1939, the United States and communities across the United States engaged in a repatriation movement of Mexican nationals. And this varies from locale to locale. In the Calumet region, there's two great examples of completely different processes between the Indiana Harbor region in East Chicago and Gary. The Indiana Harbor repatriation campaign begins really in earnest in 1934 under the guidance of the American Legion and Paul Kelly, who establishes an emergency relief association. So the American Legion in the Depression at the national level ask all their chapters to combat the Depression as well as they can at the local level. And Paul Kelly really takes this, you know, very patriotic nationalist message to heart. And he organizes with a lot of other World War I veterans in the region to go about creating this association to repatriate the Mexicans. We are doing the Mexican nationals a favor. The region is too cold and they are not built for it. They are going back well-educated in the United States system and they will be outstanding Mexican citizens now that they've had you know, this time in the United States. Paul Kelly wrote everyone who was anyone about possibly finding funding or legal avenues to repatriate the roughly 3,000, 4,000 Mexicans and Mexican-Americans living in the harbor, uh, all the way up to the Secretary of Labor, William Doak, who sort of had to tell them, you know, no, the Department of Labor has found that a lot of these people are actually U.S. citizens, and Paul Kelly still perseveres. He writes members such as Joseph Block, who is very well known as a steel magnet, the Block family ran inland steel for funding and Block agrees to this. However, Block sets his own terms, like, okay, if we're gonna repatriate them, we're using railroad lines that Inland Steel already uses. Paul Kelly and his American Legion friends have gone door to door, figured out who's who, who's living where, how old the children are, how many days a week the fathers are working at Atlas Cement, at Inland Steel, in the railroad yard. And they tell them essentially, hey, you're only working two days a week maybe. You're not making enough to support you, your wife, and your several children. We're taking you off relief. And then that essentially put the father and the parents in general between a rock and a hard place, where they then either had to struggle by off the working two days a week in the mill or at the rail yard, or return to Mexico. And that forces a lot of these families to then take up the emergency relief associations offer and take these trains to Mexico. And Paul Kelly goes so far as to write the Mexican consulate in Chicago, and he coordinates with the Mexican consulate on these trains and the timetables of when they're gonna get to Chicago, when that train's gonna be in El Paso, and when Army Mexican National Guard should be ready at the border to intercept that train and take the repatriates. Whereas we see in neighborhoods like Gary, maybe not as well thought out, uh, there's instances in the old Gary Tribune of just loading up a pickup truck of a couple of dozen people and then driving it to the border and leaving them. And they'd load up the pickup truck while they have a band playing audio scary, according to the newspaper article. And the Mexican consulate is really aggravated at this because they have no idea who's being sent back, when they're gonna get there, if they're even gonna make it. And they sort of really admonish Gary. And in one of the letters, why aren't you doing things like East Chicago? Why are you not doing things like Paul Kelly and the ERA? From the Mexican state's perspective, they had just come off two decades of civil war, essentially, of revolution, violence, and the country's decimated. 
And Mexico is in itself also engaging in a repatriation movement. They're repatriating Chinese Mexicans, that there are now all these available agricultural opportunities, that if you return to Mexico, there will be a job for you here. And whether or not that was the case for me and these families, I cannot say. Uh, chances are not really if a lot of them still choose to then return to the region. In the Calumet region, these very formalistic measures really only last about 1932 to 1934, 35. Kelly stops eventually because the industrialists, they no longer want to pay for the train loads, or even in some cases the railroad companies no longer want to offer the special rate of $40 per car train load of Mexicans back to the border. And that sort of thing kills the local movement. But Kelly was still, in the case of Indiana Harbor, able to repatriate roughly half of the community.